Welcome to Prepare to Go There. I'm Peter Birchfield, and this is a self-leadership podcast that will help you become a pioneering leader. We talk through things like keeping yourself organized, planning ahead, building your team, and so much more. And it's a conversation that you can apply to your life and share with your teams. Look, I'm convinced you're going places, so let's prepare to go there. All right, let's move on to workflows. You know, your job depends on this, but I really believe your life's work depends on this because if you just revert back to mindlessness, if you just revert back to the mundane, or if you just reduce yourself to maintenance, you'll you'll never you'll never even get to your life's work. And so finding time, making time to get in a workflow is mission critical. And I've kind of had this joke for a while. I want my productivity to feel more like a workflow than a workout (laughs) because sometimes just showing up is so taxing and demanding. But I want to encourage you, you can actually get to a place in your work style and in your approach to productivity where it doesn't even feel like work. It feels like you're just in the zone. It feels like you're just flowing. You wake up, I say wake up, but you look up and you're like, wow, it's been four hours and look at how much I got to accomplish. Look at how much I I did. And you know, we act like that's a shooting star moment or a unicorn day and we're like, well, that would never happen and that only happens on rare occasions. But the conditions for those kind of amazing work moments are not external, they're internal. So that kind of success and that kind of workflow is an inside job. It's not an outside job. And I get it that, you know, we're not going to be able to predict how the work will flow from day to day and what's going to come up from day to day, but we can prepare to get in a flow faster and work better when we're in that flow. Now I made a video on YouTube. You can check it out. It It's uh, basically five areas that you need to be organizing. Um, I'll put a link in this video, but it's basically the five-part framework loosely that I'm working with uh, when it comes to my approach to productivity. So that can also help you out uh, if you're looking for some sort of reference point. But here's the goal. The goal when it comes to work when it comes to productivity or creativity, it's to make space for that workflow to happen. So that way, when you're in the flow, you're not squandering it. You're not wasting that workflow, but man, you are maximizing that workflow. When you are on, you're going to be on. And that's easier said than done because you've got fake work and you've got real work. And, And it's possible to be on the clock but off your game. And and if you're just like, you know, having a job, then it doesn't matter. But I mean, if you really have like a life's work, if you are are doing something meaningful and mission critical, like if you want to go for impact, then you want to make that work time count. You want to bring your best. And so you're going to have to figure out how do I identify fake work? work that's wasting my time, wasting dollars, the the working relationships getting strained because something's falling through the cracks. People aren't following through. Like you don't want to do fake work and you don't want to be 
the recipient of fake work. Fake work is the worst. Instead, you want to do real work. You want to do stuff that matters and that will last. And I believe that the difference between real work and fake work is pre-work. Pre-work. And what I mean is you want to do the prep work up front so that way your real work will just flow. When you get in that zone, when it's go time, you know, and you you set that time block, you make that appointment with yourself. You say, I'm showing up and I'm going to do this. You're not getting interrupted. You're not remembering things that you need, supplies or answers. Man, that is pure focused time. And if we would do the legwork, if we would do the prep work, or what I'm referring to here as the pre-work, and you actually think out what would the steps be and what would I need to accomplish that, then you'll have better and more effective work sessions. So it's the old adage, plan your work, work your plan. So there's two views when when uh, we get into that. And really, you're just answering this question now. You, you're sitting down the same way you're trying to set yourself up for success um, with the workouts, you want to set yourself up for success with the workflow. And this is so crazy to me, but it's it's very counterintuitive for a lot of people. Uh, it's funny to even say it, but but it's so true. You have to work on your work, work on your work style, work on your work ethic, work on your working approach. Like, what kind of work do you want to do? And what kind of work environment do you want to operate with? And so as you are kind of doing that high-level strategy, building the process of what a great workday could look like, feel like, and you show up again and again, you're practicing, you're learning, you're innovating, you get excited. That's part of the game. And then in the meantime, you're enjoying great, meaningful projects as well. Now, if you say, Peter, that's too idealistic. I don't have meaningful projects. I'm just showing up to get paid. Well, I understand that. I respect that. That's important. But you can dig deeper and work on your why, and you can find gold in that season of life. And so here are two views I want you to think out when you're planning your work, working your plan. One view is you're just identifying projects as it is. And so what I do is I have this um, hard hardback journal and I just kind of doodle mind map and I'm just constantly looking and thinking through my projects on a high level. And that's what I refer to as head up and you're kind of looking out at the next three months or you're looking out at the next 12 months and you're identifying the big projects that are going to matter at the end of the year, matter um, at the end of that that season or cycle. And so you got to be really clear on which projects matter, which projects are going to count. And then you're also having another planning view where you're actually charting your course in a day-to-day sort of schedule. And that's where you're head down and you're focused and you're saying, okay, I know about all these projects and I am figuring out a way to incorporate them all into this one timeline. I want to take a minute to talk about Pioneer of the Year. 
I've talked with so many leaders throughout the years who are just frustrated with what I like to call random days and repeat years. In other words, you're putting out too many fires day by day, and your New Year goals were mostly do-overs of the year before. To be a pioneering leader, we have to break out of these cycles and learn how to incorporate our life's work into our day-to-day lives. This course really feels like a private coaching session where we can identify your roadblocks, help you clear the way for more freedom and meaningful work, and learn how to stay focused on your future. If you don't want years to keep passing you by and you have dreams and goals that you're ready to jumpstart, you need this coaching. Head over to pioneertheyear.com and enroll today. So here's a good work week for me. And again, this is more um, art than science. If I can get a planning session in once a week, if I can get a weekly planning session in, it's one hour in, one week out. So my view, my project, my scope is one week out. And then I'm putting about one hour into that project. I want to try to have this planning session done before Sunday because in my approach, Sunday's day one. And I'm thinking about the calendar in terms of big rocks and time blocks. And I'm looking at life, not just work, but I'm focused on ending up with a a, a working plan. And I want to build the work week with these time blocks in mind. And I could go on and on about kind of the tactics behind it because I think a lot of people mistake what a calendar is for. So many calendars are cluttered by other people's priorities, but that calendar is your time. It is a representation. It is a tool of how you're going to use your time. And I'm just convinced that your frustration or your expectation is going to be determined by the way you fill up your calendar. And so I use time blocks for you. You could use 30, 60, or 90-minute time blocks. I just have a single unit of 90-minute time blocks throughout each day. And instead of trying to reinvent the wheel every single week, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Instead, I'm trying to get strategic about a, a pattern or a map that could fit the season of life that I'm in. You will have to change it, you know, uh, if you have a life change or as you grow, you know, and you level up, you're going to have to change it and update it. But by and large, you know, you can have the same map uh, to help you navigate that that terrain, that landscape. I'm using metaphors here, but you know, you you could have the map kind of get you pretty far in the landscape for, you know, a few weeks at least. And, uh, and it's good to update it, you know, and it's good to work on it. And I have found that instead of waiting on the perfect plan to then implement, you get started and then you get better. And that's what this is, is showing up week after week. I'm not reinventing the calendar. I'm not reinventing the schedule. I'm just fine tuning. I'm adapting. I'm, you know, adjusting what worked, what didn't work, all right, recommit, okay, pull out. And I'm just kind of experimenting and working on that schedule. Then once that is done for the week, and I've looked out at the week, and I know like some clear calendar commitments, things that are repeating or things that 
have been on the calendar for a while and I dropped them in. So now I have a contextualized view of that week. It's not just theory. It's not just some, you know, template approach that's kind of disconnected from what's going on. Like you do have life going on. And so if there's a big project or an event or something that's just going to block out like a few of your days, like that's cool. You can do that. But, but you want to have some sort of strategic view before you just like break in with more of a, a hustle culture mindset. And then each day I do show up. I do have a little part in my morning routine uh, where I'm just, just jotting down again high point tasks that I want to accomplish. It's not the projects. It's not the goals. It's not that big you know, planning. It's just today. What, what do I need to knock out today? Knowing what I know, what, what is important today. And that's just great uh, to have and do. I also have a little checklist that I use and that I work on constantly. And it's just to help me start my workflow. And so it's kind of like a little on-ramp or a, a little trigger that helps me get into that workflow, get into the work zone. It creates enough separation between the morning or early morning and then the work day. And then I do the same to stop. And, uh, and that's been a really big helpful tactic I picked up from the Michael Hyatt team. But using a, a short little checklist of maybe three to five steps that you're going to do every single day just to get into your work. Like before work ever happens, I'll give you one example. You could turn on <laughs> your computer. You could show up to a certain space. You could set the lights a certain way or, or have music that facilitates or supplements your focus. Another thing is I want to keep track of where the time went. So I do some time tracking. I'm not like super down to the minutes with it. But what I like to do is use those same time blocks, which are 90 minutes. And just periodically, as I'm transitioning through those different time blocks, I just kind of give a report in bullet points, bullet points, okay, what happened? And you'll notice there are natural breaks in your work. There's natural transitions in your work. And so you're just trying to notice that when it happens and you have somewhere to document it. It's not just something that you're thinking of and trying to put it in a note. doesn't really work. Just have like an easy work log. I keep that work log in Evernote and I just compound uh, notes and it's working really well for me. All right, then when you're planning and you're working on a workflow, you've got to be using due dates and due days due dates and due days. What do I mean? You start with the end in mind and you say, okay, this is my project and this is the due date. I'm sticking to it. I'm committing to it. I want to get it done by this due date. And that's great. But a lot of us just procrastinate, right? You say, oh, the paper is due. The project is due. The proposal is due. The thing is due. So we wait until the last minute and we try to cram it. Instead, you have to also put more days on that schedule, put more days in that calendar that say, okay, when are you actually going to do that project? When are you actually going to work on that project? 
I'm asking clarifying questions of myself. I'm asking clarifying questions of the people I work with and the people on my team because so many times you're, you're trying to take three or four steps in your, in your project and then you, you get stalled or you get stuck. And so then what do you have to do? You have to message somebody. You have to ask someone. Maybe they're available. Maybe they're not. It, and so getting things cleared up up front will help you show up in the moment and really get offline, get off limits, and go do great work. And then the last thing I'll mention now, and this could be like so much more content later, but the last thing I'll mention now is part of a great workflow is being organized. Part of being organized, uh, part of being organized is is going to help you stay mobilized. So uh, think about how you're not just the the content you're making, you're creating, curating, but like how are you going to organize that? How are you going to organize that effectively, efficiently? And that is a project in and of itself, and that can become something that you show up to at least weekly. You know, cleaning things out, putting things in a good place. And so I have a comp, most of it is, I would think in cloud, uh, cloud storage at this point, but, um, but also with the, uh, physical backups and you can find so many great videos on that, but I really want you to figure out what makes a good work session just flow and then create that kind of reverse engineer it and, and go for it. So all in all. If you want to make life work for you, you got to do it day by day. And over time, you're going to see amazing results, but you got to be willing to put in the work. And these are two areas I think are amazing and mission critical. If you could actually you know, develop, design, strategize how you're going to get started, get better with workouts and workflows, uh, it will really make a big difference. Thanks for listening today. If you'd like to watch the video version of this episode, head over to my YouTube channel. The link will be in the description of this show. And don't forget to check out my course at pioneertheyear.com. If you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and share it with a friend and leave a review wherever you get your podcast. Stay awesome. <laughs>